0: It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break, down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson.
1: Welcome back to the Bottom Line News Radio, 610-KONA, 547-1610. If you would like to get involved in the program, you can also reach us via email, 610kona.com. Bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you would like to say. We're on Twitter, Bottom Line 610 and Facebook at the bottom line six ten and our free mobile app at the Google and the Apple stores. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson, hanging with you, Ed. Before we dive into the COVID uh, investigation, investigating that you did, want to let everybody know that tomorrow at four o'clock, uh, Representative Brad Clipper from the Eighth Legislative District is going to join us to talk about a bill that he has pre-filed for this coming legislative session that would deal. Uh, with the responsibilities and powers regarding the uh, State Department of Health in a state of emergency. Hmm. So, Not and, the governor's office. Yes, this would be it's a, the this health, would department. Be a Depart- health department, hmm. um, the, a bill that was pre-filed. So we're going to talk to Representative Clippert about that tomorrow at 4 o'clock and looking forward to diving into that conversation. Five four seven one six ten. If you want to get involved, but Ed, you uh, Iceland came up early in the COVID discussions. Yes, they were. Uh, they had actually tested the entire population, if I remember correctly, at one point in time. Half the population. Half the population. They yes. tested half the population for right. COVID nineteen. Now Iceland doesn't
2: have a huge population. No, three hundred sixty eight thousand uh, people live in Iceland. Uh, so roughly one hundred thirty four thousand people were screened
1: so 35,000 more people live in Iceland than work in the restaurant industry in Washington State
2: okay, <laughs> okay got it yeah. So uh, some background uh, I came across uh, this uh, this study uh, that was oh, a week or two ago uh, published in Nature you used to be able to say nature magazine but it's on nature.com and you can go check it out for yourself um, as well. But I pulled some nuggets out of, out of this study. It was Iceland not only tested for COVID half its population. It also, their scientists also studied the entire genome of the virus, all the bits and pieces of the virus itself. And they came up with some really interesting information. Um, so let me go through some of the some of the things here. Um, we'll, we'll start with the testing, because that's that's pretty significant. They had a system or they set up a system early on in which they, they were able to test for COVID. And, you know, they've gone through, th- you know, three uh, phases, if you will, j- three peaks, just like everybody in the united States and just about everybody else too the same the same amount of time but they've been able to mitigate things a little bit better because they did take that deep dive into the virus now what they have found in their screening and their in their uh, population testing is that 0.3 percent okay so that's Three out of every 1,000 actually uh, is the actual infection fatality rate. Now, why do I say actual infection fatality rate? Because there is a case fatality rate. That's among those who have died who are known to have tested positive. That is... 3 out of every 1000 is the actual infection fatality rate. Now, we are told what the the case fatality rate is, mm-hmm. more often than not, uh because, you know, contact tracing is fairly non-existent uh, in the United States. Uh you know, at some point you can you can do some of it, but it it's really not very effective. So for some reference, the infection fatality rate for the flu is 0.1%. So what we're talking about is a virus that is three times more deadly than the flu. That was according to their, uh, their analysis. They also found out through their through their study that 43% of the positive cases in Iceland were asymptomatic people. They didn't show signs. They were tested because they, you know, through contact tracing, you know, hey, this person you were in close contact with, you might want to get tested, or, uh, you know, they just did it randomly. Nearly half of the positive cases were asymptomatic. So it it, made, it mm. started to get me thinking. Because there, there are some people that, would, that, that believe that,
1: quote, asymptomatic mm-hmm. is the same thing as a false positive.
2: Not exactly, but you're on to something there. Here's Here's what Iceland found. Now, again, this is Iceland. Say what you will. But science is science, isn't it? Science is science, and this is a pretty good size uh, sample size for this study, okay? When you're talking 134,000 uh, cases, people. Um, the key symptoms of COVID, according to their analysis, headache, muscle ache, and a dry cough that doesn't Produce anything, right? No, no phlegm there. Dry cough, headache, muscle ache. Fever is not high on the list. Fever is not one of the top three factors and symptoms of COVID. Yet, we in the United States continue to check temperatures. Could we be missing some potential cases? I think it's a fascinating question. You know, you don't, you can't go anywhere. You can't you can't walk in our front door here at the station without somebody aiming a temperature gun at your head. Right, and it is not even in the top three symptoms according to the Icelandic study that was done. Hence, forty three percent of the positive cases were asymptomatic. Some of the other information. That I found uh, fascinating was that 91% of the positive cases in Iceland, 91% had strong antibodies four months later. If you have symptoms and test negative, doctors are saying, doctors in Iceland are saying, get tested again in another week or so because you may get a positive test. Well then you go back to what you were saying, Rob, you run into the whole issue of of false positives and false negatives. Look, people are having a hard time believing anything from anybody or anything, you know, even science. People are a lot of people are doubting science. So now you have Iceland who is talking about they would, they would test people and then test them again and sometimes come up with a different result. Well, why were they testing them again? If 43% of the positive cases were asymptomatic, here's what Iceland did. Now, I'm not saying we could have done this in the United States. We're a bigger country, a lot more coming and going don't you know they don't have the independent uh you know free will that that we have here necessarily it is a pretty free country but they don't have a lot of the same constitutional rights but here's here's what iceland did when covid began in the spring they tested tourists coming in to their country those tourists had to quarantine for five days and then get tested again. If they had negative tests, both those days within a five day period, they were free to do whatever they wanted to do in their country. 20% who tested negative initially tested positive five days later, which goes back to why they're saying what they're saying. It also says They're there if 20% tested negative on one day and five days later they tested positive. Why the heck are we spot testing people who are asymptomatic? We're not getting the full picture, is what this study is saying. Think about what we do when do people get tested when they are. Showing symptoms when they're sick, right? Showing symptoms. And through contact tracing, in, in, some, in some circles, you're required to get testing tested if you, are, if you run into a contact tracing thing. But you're only tested once. And if it comes up negative, all right. Got that off my plate. I'm fine. Now, I'm not saying this to panic and you should go and get tested every five days. Right. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is what Iceland figured out, we are still struggling with to try and and get a handle on things. Again, it's a fascinating study. You can check it out at uh, nature.com. Came out about a week or two ago. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. You can email us by going Call to the, the website, it went 610kona.com, and we can talk about it. Stay with us. Hook
0: up with the bottom line on Twitter at BottomLine610. Now, back to the show, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser.
1: Welcome back to the Bottom Line News Radio, 610 k one eight five four seven one six ten 1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. Perfection Tire has four locations here in the Tri-Cities. They've been serving this community for almost 60 years, more than just tires. Although tires, they've taken care of this community for a very, very long time. They'll also take care of your tune-ups, your shocks, your struts, your brakes. In fact, for a full list of what Perfection Tire will do to keep your car running the way it should, visit their website, PerfectionTire.com, or you can always stop in. And take advantage of that amazing customer service that they are known for at one of those four Tri-Cities locations. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. This is Steve from West Richland. What's up, Steve? I am an old man.
3: 74 surprises me to say it. If you asked me if I wanted my kids to close their businesses to protect me, I would say absolutely not. I'll take care of myself. And as a matter of fact, I live out in the country, so I'm pretty well social distance. So I have another question. According to science, if you people mask up, even mask up at your Thanksgiving dinner, then that'll reduce this stuff, right? But now, wait a minute. So why are we getting all these big numbers? I've never seen so many masks. I see people driving down the road with masks on in their cars. I assume most people are trying hard. Here's, my, here's what I have to say about that, and I'll get out of the way here. All of you folks go to Winco, for an example, and you're so crowded in there with cars, you can't even open your car doors. The assumption that this thing is all controlled by the mask and the the air we breathe is a, is somehow a mistake. Somebody had to load that truck. They say it doesn't count on surfaces somebody had to load that truck when it got there they had to unload that truck then they put their stuff on the shelf one thing at a time you take off the can he just put up there you put it back and get something else somebody else touches there's something else that's causing the spread of this stuff everybody's wearing masks it's crazy as heck and i science is lacking somehow that's what i have to say about that and i'll go away
2: well, Thank- don't, don't go all the way away. No. We appreciate the call. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks for the word, Steve. You're
1: up on the bottom line news radio, six ten K. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: Uh, Christopher Pasco.
1: What's on your mind, sir?
4: I, I have a I have an idea, and I don't know if it works, but it, it makes sense to me. Why don't they just revoke all the liquor licenses, shut the bars down? Because it seems like that is wherever they run into the problems. People get drunk, and then they can't stay away from each other. But then they can still run the restaurants and they can run food out of those bars,
1: but it just makes sense. Okay, appreciate thanks the call. for the call. The funny thing is, is what they're saying is that, and and this is this is this is where we get into that one business's sin, winds up hurting the entire industry. When they rolled this back, they were citing bars and restaurants that were. Over serving people. Mm-hmm. You know it's funny because I took full advantage of phase two and went out to eat multiple times in multiple places. I did not see a single restaurant or bar in this town over overpacking. You know where I saw overpacking? Walmart, Costco, Home Depot, Best Buy. Winko, Safeway, that's where I saw the overpacking. I didn't see it at bars and restaurants. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610-K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
4: Hey, guys. This is Matt again.
1: What's up, Matt?
4: Well, I got, I hope you can bear with me, but I got to read you something that was written a couple hundred years ago. How
1: how long is it, Matt?
4: Oh, very short.
1: Okay, as long as it's very short.
4: Okay. Yeah. Well, this is from the Declaration of Independence, where we uh, got away from England, and uh, so so they write that uh, he has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to the laws for establishing judiciary powers, and he has also combined with others as if to subject us a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. And these guys, I mean, these guys weren't stupid. They, they really re- wrote something that uh, had something in mind. And the last one is in every stage of these oppressions, we have petitions for redress in the most humble terms repeated petitions have been unanswered only by repeated injury. And a prince whose character in this marked by every act which may define a tyrant, a tyrant, is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. And that is our governor.
2: Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 5471610 let's go to this line who uh, who's this and uh, what's on your mind Okay they didn't want to hang with us 5471610 Yeah you know it, it's, it's
1: it's the greatest breakup letter ever written yeah. But but really that's what it is it's yeah. a breakup letter it's saying this is the reason why we want to split away there isn't anything in the declaration of independence that is a rule law or anything else it's a it is a large redress of grievance through, yeah. like I said, the best breakup letter ever written. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 Kona. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
3: Uh, Tyson. Call up from Kennewick. I was just wondering, have you guys touched on the, the Texas lawsuit against the four states? And I'll take your comments
1: up. Here. Yep, that just hit recently. In fact, we're we're trying well, it's to a get moving target now. It is we're trying to get as much confirmation on, on we can. Other than the fact that Texas has filed a lawsuit against Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia uh, to basically invalidate the electors that would be appointed and the votes that would come from them in this election. We have seen varying numbers as to how many other states have jumped on board. Um, I have seen as many as eight
2: yeah, that have we're, jumped we're,
1: on board to support this lawsuit with Texas.
2: And there are other Republican-run states. Yes. Uh, that And, and we're going to effort to try to get a, a better handle on on what other states are joining Texas. But let's be real. At least Texas and possibly some other Republican states are suing for democratically run states and in trying to take away their electoral college votes for a number of reasons, um, that's different. This is not uh, floating out conspiracy theories about uh, a rigged election. This is a group of Republican states saying, you Democratic states screwed up and you're costing us the election. We'll keep you posted on how that unfolds. More of the bottom line after this.
0: Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser.
2: Bottom Line News Radio, 610-KONA, 547-1610, 509-547-1610. You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com, the Bottom Line page, and send us your question or your comment. Again, um, the news of this afternoon, uh, mixed if you are a supporter of the president, one, uh, the Supreme Court... And specifically Justice Alito uh, denied a motion by uh, a Pennsylvania uh, representative, uh, congressman, to get seek emergency relief on the on the election results in the state of Pennsylvania. That was denied. The case is still going to be heard by the U.S. Supreme Court. But this emergency injunctive relief uh, was not granted, so uh, depending on the the national news source that you use, you may or may not get that. The other uh, bit of breaking news uh, this afternoon and it's an interesting it's an interesting thing the state of Texas earlier today filed a lawsuit against uh, the four or five different democratically run states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and the others, uh, Michigan, state you know uh, basically wanting asking directly to the. US Supreme Court having the the High Court directly hear this that they want the results of the election in those states thrown out i.e nobody gets, the Electoral College votes right. from those states. Right. Since then, a number of other GOP-led states have joined that lawsuit. Okay, so the lawsuit is against the big four. Four, excuse me. I think I said five. Yes, the big four. It's, it's
1: Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, Pennsylvania. Okay. Texas files this lawsuit a couple hours ago. Not long after that, three states signed on in support. Okay. Arkansas, Louisiana, and Alabama. Okay. There are rumors out there, and and someone who is claiming to be um, a field staff member with the Republican National Committee is saying that Alabama... Florida, Arkansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, South Carolina, and South Dakota are on board.
2: Florida would be huge.
1: Florida apparently is on board. Kentucky is on board, which has a Republican AG but a Democrat governor. Louisiana is the same, Democrat governor, Republican AG. South Carolina and South Dakota.
2: And what I saw actually was the the first state after, or the first state to join Texas, was Louisiana. Yes. So, you know, it's still a little bit unclear who all's a, a part of this, but now, that, I mean, that's big. The rationale behind this,
1: the rationale behind this is, according to the filing by Ken Paxton, who is the attorney general in Texas, quote. Using the COVID-19 pandemic as a justification, government officials in the defended states of Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, usurped their legislature's authority and unconstitutionally revised their state's election statutes. Mm. They accomplished these statutory revisions through executive fiat or friendly lawsuits, thereby weakening ballot integrity. So the request, as we mentioned earlier, is for the U.S. Supreme Court to declare that any electoral college votes cast by such presidential electors appointed in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin are in violation of the Electors Clause and the 14th Amendment of the Constitution and cannot be counted. Now, here's where it gets even more interesting. <laughs> okay. Because this is a dispute between states. Yes. It is one of the few cases where the Supreme Court has original jurisdiction, meaning lower courts do not hear the case first. Ah. It goes
2: directly to the Supreme Court. And that's why they filed it that way. And that's why they filed
1: it that way. Interesting. So it will go directly to the Supreme Court. Now, this will be very interesting to follow and see, one, if other states like Utah... Ohio, Oklahoma, Missouri, Nebraska, that are Republican states, if they join this battle. It will also be interesting to see if any states where there are still questions that lean red, like Arizona, will get involved in this. Yes. But... As we're we're seeing and hearing right now, anywhere between three and seven additional states or three and seven states have signed on to Texas's lawsuit against Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia in regards to the electoral votes coming from those states. And by the way, if the electoral votes in those states are not allowed... Yeah. Then it becomes very interesting because you will not have the 270 threshold. That's right. And in which case, it would then go to Congress. Yes, it would. Where, before anybody jumps to any conclusions, it is not one House rep, one vote. Nope. It is the state delegation. That gets a vote. Yep, and the majority of the delegations in the House are Republican. Yep. So then it gets interesting. Now so, the, so, the
2: Democratic so, states have more like raw numbers of of uh, of representatives like a california has how many representatives that are democrat opposed you know but they only get one vote so california would be one vote
1: california is one vote yeah. not not the members get not, a vote nope. within california it's not one the, vote not per, per the state hundred
2: or whatever yep. it is i don't absolutely. know i just throw
1: that number out absolutely so there are more you
2: know what? we're we're all getting a, a history and constitutional lesson, whether we like it or not. And for half the population, it'll probably be the first time they ever heard of such things that go on in the Constitution. So here's what's funny. Oh, there's more? There's oh, well, more well, funny?
1: Well, here's, here's what's funny to me. Okay. Since 2016, we've heard about an invalid election. Yes. How it was Russia collusion and that. It was an invalid election and an invalid president. That's all we heard for 4 years. If Texas succeeds with this lawsuit,
2: and the other states.
1: Any other states, they succeed with this lawsuit. What are they going to say about this one that they that they tried to steal? On their end, I mean, isn't that, isn't that kind of funny? And I heard Ben Shapiro say this last night. I thought this was incredibly humorous. That for four years they've been talking about how invalid this election was, yet they're trying to sell you a bill of goods that the 2020 election is completely legitimate. Well, sure. There was, there was nothing inappropriate at all. Nothing to see here. Please move on. Yes. You're up in the quickly. bottom line. <laughs> yes, quickly. Move on. You're up in the bottom line. News Radio 610 k What's your name? Where are you calling from?
3: Uh, Ron Jones here in uh, Tri-Cities.
1: What's on your mind, sir?
3: Yeah, kind of changed the subject just a little bit, but have you heard any uh, anything about the uh, Greater Idaho Initiative?
2: Uh, not lately. Not,
1: yeah, not recently. The last time I heard anything about it was 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 the, the emphasis was on Oregon, uh, Eastern Oregon. Yeah. That was where the big emphasis was. Uh, believe me. If you were to ask me what I would prefer in in these discussions of joining Idaho or creating the state of liberty, I will take joining Idaho any day of the week because that means you don't have to institute a whole new government and try and figure all that out. Uh, You just join Idaho and, and things are good. So I would be more than happy to be a part of greater Idaho than Washington State at this point in time. But you know, I would love to see that come on a ballot, county by county, in the eastern side of the state, wouldn't you? Oh man, would you like to leave and join Idaho? How many yeses do you think would would, would there? How many yeses would there be, except for that one district in Spokane? <laughs> That's it, that one district in Spokane. Back to wrap up the bottom line news radio sixteen K one A after this. Join the show. Call the legendscasino.com hotline
0: 509 547 1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA.
1: Back to the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Contact Jason Hoag with American Family Insurance today to see if you could actually get more for what you're currently paying or maybe even more for a little bit less. Jason's the only American Star-certified agent with American Family Insurance in the Tri-Cities. So contact him today via his website for car insurance, life insurance, homeowners, small business, or farm insurance, where American Family Insurance got their start over 100 years ago. Contact Jason at JasonHog.com today with American Family Insurance. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Jake. I'm from Odello. What's up, Jake?
3: Hey, I was wondering if you guys could kind of... Touch again on what you were just talking about—the states coming together to go to the Supreme Court. I kind of missed it. It was pretty interesting what I heard. I just wondered if I could get the whole story again.
1: You got it. We'll get, We'll try and give you the Cliff Notes version of it because we 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 embellished the touch when we were laying it out the first time. But basically, the Attorney General for the state of Texas has filed a lawsuit against the states of of Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Uh, properly referred to as the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, uh, basically stating that their electors, their the electoral votes from those states should be null and void because the executives within those states violated the legislature's authority. They overstepped their authority and violated the legislature's authority and violated the law by opening up mail-in voting because that was the job of the legislature to make those kind of laws. They bypassed the legislature, did this, and therefore uh, they violated their own state constitutions when it came to elections. Those electoral votes should not be allowed to count. Since Texas filed that lawsuit, anywhere between three and seven other states have joined. We know for a fact that Arkansas, Louisiana, and I believe it was... Alabama or Mississippi? I think Alabama. Alabama. Those three states joined right after the lawsuit was filed. It's been rumored that Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi, uh, and one other state, uh, South Dakota and South Carolina, have jumped on board uh, as well. Still waiting to see if more states jump on board with this. But because it is a lawsuit... From one state against another state, it goes directly to the Supreme Court. Lower courts do not hear these cases. It immediately goes to the Supreme Court. Now, if they will hear it, it will be a different story. And I imagine that they will, because if they don't, ooh, that would be very interesting, period. Um, but... Um, Like I said, it will be very intriguing to see where what happens if any other states get on board. Uh, there's certainly, of course, you know, a number of other states out there with the Republican AGs, and if the elected, if that, if it, if the Supreme Court rules in favor of Texas, that means the 270 elector threshold will not be met by either candidate, by either candidate, which then means it will go to Congress, and in Congress right now, okay, it is not. A one representative, one vote. It's not, you're elected to the House, so in other words, Dan Newhouse doesn't get a vote. No. The Washington delegation gets a vote. Yes. The Washington delegation is comprised mainly of Democrats.
2: In Washington.
1: In Washington State. And in Oregon. And in Oregon, and in California, and in New York, and in some other states. But in the majority of states... The congressional delegation leads Republican, and it is one vote per delegation per state.
2: And you thought people lost their minds four years ago when Hillary didn't win.
1: Oh, Oh, Canada's going to have to beat them off with a stick.
2: Well, if you recall... Oh, wait, they closed the border. They sure did. <laughs> they Justin can't. Trudeau doesn't want a, an influx of these crazy Americans Just, coming across the border. Justin Trudeau will be there saying, Rosie O'Donnell, you stay. <laughs> Rosie, you don't come to Canada. You stay,
1: Rosie. We don't want you.
2: Again, this is several steps down the path. Yeah, several but, steps down the path. But the first step was taken today by the state of Texas, and, and that, I mean... It, it is a significant step. Well, and, and here's the interesting part of this. I have no idea
1: whether there is going to be fruit to this labor or not. But don't think for a second that this is a reactionary desperation lawsuit. Nope. Ken Paxton is not an idiot. No. So if Texas is filing this, and you've got multiple states that have jumped on board. There's been discussion. Oh yes, there's been. This isn't like, oh gosh, uh, Governor Abbott. Um, oh, we got to do something. We're Texas. We're the biggest Republican state. We got to do something. We, we've got to be. We, we, uh,
2: yeah, I'll keep throwing darts. Let's see if we can figure. Something. No, that's not how this worked out. And and keep in mind again, kind of. In the background of all this, for what it's worth, are the Sidney Powell lawsuits. Those are more criminal. Those are going after Smartmatic, Dominion, ballot harvesting, voter, you know, vote changing technology. That's the more, I guess, nefarious actions. This lawsuit that Texas filed basically said, you know, those states that we've targeted, they broke the rules, is what they contend. They broke yes. the rules. They use the pandemic as the as the front yes. to change the voter laws at the last moment. And we think that's not correct. Without the legislature's Without the involvement. Legi- yes. And and we think that's incorrect. Therefore you, highest court in the land that President Trump has placed three justices on in his time. um, Yeah. You need to invalidate those states' voting results slash their electoral college votes. And he's got
1: uh, Alito and Clarence Thomas as well. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't need Roberts. (laughs) Boy, this is going to
2: get interesting. I swear. I, I mean... I don't care who you are. I don't care who you voted for. They are going well, if they still taught history in schools, they may have to teach history in schools again to explain what's going down in twenty twenty. Well they'd have to teach the constitution. Well, they would. And you know, and and we still have we still have what five weeks before somebody is gonna be taking the oath of office in our nation's capital. About five weeks. The day that matters that is the it's only January day that, 20th that's it's the, the only, only day, day that matters n- all the rest of them it's window dressing
1: oh uh, could you imagine the tweets from Jay
2: Inslee he won't tweet he'll go into hiding could you could you imagine the tweets from Jay Inslee I want to go outside oh. and re- and record everyone screaming at the sky. I bet I could pick some up. I bet you could go out and record Ferguson screaming at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His and Inslee's yelling would definitely cross the Cascades I've, and over into our I, neck He's of the on ways. the phone
1: right now with Wisconsin, oh, Michigan, Georgia, man. and, well, not Georgia, but Pennsylvania, and going, how How can I help? Can I file on amicus? How can I help? How can I help? TDS. Afternoon reports next.